Welcome back to the Gold Advantage, your number one destination for all esports betting picks and chatter. My name's Scoot. It's been far too long, you degenerates. Um, we're just ready for Worlds, man. I'm I'm ready to really just get into it. I mean, I've I've missed chatting with these guys on air, of course. Um, so how are you guys doing? How are you feeling? I don't I don't really know what to say. I'm I'm just excited to be back. You know, he's so excited, and it's been so long that he forgot our names. So this is a uh, this is B Living. This is Big Money Blivs coming live. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to get back at it. It's been far too long, and I'm ready to make some wagers and either make a lot of money this weekend or just lose everything. Yeah, no, I'm super excited to be back as well. It's been three three or four weeks, I think, since we, we last kind of recorded and we are talking, and the lack of league content, lack of gambling content has, has driven me to you know, shudder, but consider other games. Um, I know, so we, we might be doing that at some point, but I'm just happy to get it back. And now we're going to get weeks and weeks of uh, Worlds competition, which is so exciting to see the different regions kind of finally compete against each other. Uh, Chris, I like to think that, you know, when you say I forgot our names, I think our reputa- reputations individually as betters precede us. Um, people know that if I hop on the mic, we're going to start talking about parlays. And if you do, we're going to start talking about upsets. Nikki will bring a little bit too much logic to the table, but you know what? It's fine. Um, exactly we'll, right. we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. But, dude, Nikki, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, weeks of action. This is just, from from my perspective, I guess the experience I've, I've had with esports in the past, this is a different thing for me just – all together because you know like a counter-strike major will end with within a week cod major ends with in a weekend and so it's just completely different i guess that was different circumstances this year but this is definitely cool to see across the board absolutely should we just dive into the like the big major question here who do you guys think is gonna win chris i'll let you take it first i don't want to slip here too early I think I think that this is not the year for the LCS. I think, <laughs> I think that that's a safe oh, yeah. thing. Oh, to really? Say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really thought, you know, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, Cloud Nine would come and win it all. Yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, they decided to pack their bags way too early and choke everything away. Um, I also don't think this is the year for the LEC. I think that, you know, there's no dominant team. Um, I'm going to take with my team as being damn one. I think that they've been performing extremely well. And I don't know. I just, I want to see not a Chinese team win. I, I, I'm looking for the Koreans. I'm looking for some damn one coming out. And I don't know. I love their logo. Reminds me of Starcraft. And I'm, I'm in for it. All right, Scoot, do you want to go or should I? Um, I'll take it, I guess, because, you know, it sucks that Chris doesn't want to see a Chinese team win when JD's going to win. Um, but, I mean, that's just my take on the situation. I think JD's got a good shot at this. But also slept on a little bit too much. LGD, I do think they have the potential to, like, when they get to these big matches, I'm expecting them to play out of that plan, like, very well um, and put themselves in a good position. But when they get out of that and they get in the bigger matches, I think they have a chance to upset and just cause a lot of trouble in the bracket. Of course, yeah, I think I definitely agree with the sentiment that um, the LEC just doesn't have it this year. I don't think there's a team that's coming out of there that's dominant enough, um, especially not Mad Lions. But 
G2 maybe. I just can't really see it happening. I don't know. You know, I, I, I do believe in G2. It's just, it's hard for me to believe in them over China. I think that China's just looking so strong. And for me, it's actually top. I think top esports is is the favorite. Um, and I agree with it. I think they just look really strong. Uh, their group, there's no one there that makes me think like, hey, they're not going to make, I think they'll beat FlyQuest DRX. They'll come out of groups. So that'll be interesting. Uh, you know, how things kind of play play out then going further will be you know if do they run into damn one too early or something like that but to me top esports is the one to win especially with their mid laner i mean you just have knight who is playing like a god i mean nobody's gonna argue that they're not set up for success and i think i mean let's just check midnight on this but yeah they're the favorite yeah they're the favorite and you know what i mean like you did this for cod too but Um, no, nah, it's, I, I can agree with that, obviously. I mean, they're probably easily top three in the world, if not number one at the moment, but it's, it's such a tough thing, tough thing to predict, right? Like anything can happen really across the board, especially early on with best of ones, I think is what we're going to talk about, but, oh, this is so interesting. I don't so know. So do we, okay. So, so I think w- apart from Chris, who thinks damn one's going to win it, I'm, you know, we think China is number one. Do we reckon Europe is better than Korea? No, why? Why would we reckon that? Because I mean, yeah, last I, year they got to the finals and Korea didn't. Yeah, an anomaly. It was the first year so, uh, Europe had ever gotten to the finals, except for the time they won. Except for the time they won. <laughs> okay, here's here's what I'm doing off the bat. Right, I'm looking at the odds, and I'm saying I'm picking a Chinese team to win it all. Right individual bet so i take your top or your jd decent odds yeah then we're gonna look at the region of the winner and we're gonna take tlck on top of that because that's at 296 and i think there's a decent opportunity to head you just have to pick the chinese team correctly that's the main issue but that's just how i'm going about it i don't know that's my strategy um for the finals maybe it's stupid but no, i think that's a great idea because i think there's the the regional winner is is awesome like being able to take the lck as well as grabbing, uh, you know, top or JD, I think is a pretty, pretty good hedge either way. I would say, I, I mean, there's a chance that G2 makes the final. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, actually, sorry, it depends on how their, their path kind of ends up, you know, where they finish in groups and stuff like that. But I don't, I'm not that impressed by Korea this year. Well, I'm the, not the, that just by the LEC this year. I think I think if you're not that impressed by Europe, that six point two just looks a lot. Or not that impressed by Korea. Uh, sorry, that six point two from Europe looks a lot better. Um, because currently the LEC is predicted or has the odds at six point two, which I mean decent value from that. Obviously, China at one point seven five. Like, but do we believe in anyone in Europe apart from G two? I've said that I don't, but yeah, I think the only real one that's going to cause problems for any bigger teams is going to be G2. And I, dude, Mad Lions, I don't have a lot of confidence in um, right off the bat. So it's it's difficult for me yeah. to say that I have confidence in anybody. I think like to me, it's like Rogue. I was really impressed by them, but they still, you know, they, they struggled in the finals a little bit like that. And as good as they did all split long, I still think they're a bit too too raw, too rookies. And I think they'll just get outclassed if they run into uh, the kind of Korean counterparts and stuff like that. But G2, 
you know, we didn't, there were doubts. There were people that doubted that they could turn it on and even make playoffs. They made it, they won it. They won it in a convincing fashion. They, I, I really do believe they've just taken it easy throughout the year to prepare for Worlds. So I kind of, I could put, you know, top JD in top two. Then I would probably put, I think I agree with Chris. I think Damwon maybe goes after that, but then I put G2. And I actually they, might put Damwon and G2 tied. Were they taking it easy when they got spanked by Fnatic? Um, didn't they win? They did in the final, but yeah, in so the, early on they, they early on they took zero? a fat L, but fat L. But I mean, that's the, the sure thing is zero. The thing is, it doesn't matter if they did lose to Fnatic because they did end up winning it all, and like the talent is definitely there for them to be dangerous across the board. But I mean, like. All, all of it's so hard to predict. You're talking about a world champion that takes weeks, we world championship that takes weeks to conclude. I mean, like we're sitting here weeks ahead of whatever final we're going to be watching, just trying to predict it, and it's it's difficult to say the least. Um, but I mean, actually, it's fun as hell to watch. Like, I actually think a team like Fnatic is going to have more success in this than G2 because of just their long term ability. Like, I mean, we saw this all season long they were playing with so many different champions. And I think that that's going to serve them really well coming into worlds where they're going to have so much more experience um, going against different characters, as well as figuring out unique ways to maximize different setups. And so I think, I actually think Nagy Fanatic is going to do better at worlds than G2. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I get your point. I get your argument. I don't agree with it, but yeah. Do you rate then Fnatic over Mad Lions and uh Yeah, Rogue? yeah, yeah. Yes, I think Rogue I think Rogue has too much inexperience. We saw it coming out of their their poor performance in the playoffs. I mean, just getting absolutely spanked by Fnatic 3-0 right off the rip, but um and then continuing to underperform. I just think that they were playing well during the regular season and the best of ones, but I do think they're going to be quite challenged when it comes to performing mad lions. I actually have, I know Nikki said he's not excited. I think mad lions easily comes out of um, the play in group. Yeah, stuff. I, I, I agree. But, but obviously I think it just ultimately depends on which group they get placed into. If they get placed um, into So they can't. So the way the groups work is that they don't double up on a region, which means that mad lions basically, as far as I'm aware, get is guaranteed to be in group d all right and that and that this is, is the true. thing this is the other thing that, that changes be... things so to me it's like when i look at the groups um i i'm also like i think group b fucking hardcore for rogue damn one and jd gaming like that's a tough yeah. group to, to deal with fanatic gen g and tsm I think that's actually a pretty good group to to you know get out of. For Fnatic and Gen G. Yes, that's I mean, what I mean. Yeah, you're fucked if you're TSM. You're fucked if yeah. you're TSM. Agreed, but that's kind of my point. So I do agree with you. I think I think Fnatic is m- likely to get out of groups. Group A, I actually think that's a pretty tough group. I think, I think we can kind of move this into like a conversation that I think we wanted to have um, before the show, which is kind of like, do we think that? any teams will be able to get out of groups because I'm looking at this and I see group A and group B as the only two spots where the, where an NA team can land because of that double up rule. Mm-hmm. And those two groups are 
a shit show if you're an NA team, especially. And I mean, this is a question that you had, right? Like, do we think they're going to be able to get out of groups, yep. main event groups, G2, Machi, Suning? That's definitely probably better to end up in because I think yeah you have a better chance of beating Machi or G2. If you end up in the Damwon JD Rogue group, I as an LC as an LCS team, I mean like. Kudos to you if you make it out and yeah. you've probably got something special on your roster, but like that's uh-huh. hell. That is hell. As I said, I don't think this is the year for the LCS. Yeah, it's I think you gotta la- you have to land in group A if you're an LCS team. Yeah. And even if any- you do, like Sooning's nasty. But yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, it's like group yeah. A is a fu- to me, group A is one of the groups of death. Like it's one just one of those groups where I just look at it and I'm like, fuck, this could it could be really tough. It depends on how much you believe in Machi and Suning, and I believe in them. Yeah, um, I do yeah, not, yeah, that's I do, not, I do not believe in Machi, but that's. Um, I mean, you're allowed to have your reservations, right? But yeah. at the at the same time, I, um, I, I mean, I'm banning us from betting on any PCS teams. Who, I guess, who do you expect the most out of in the NA? Because for me, like this is gonna, this is gonna be pretty interesting as they're coming from the play in, but. Liquid man, like I, I want them to figure it out, and I think like you have time to step away, practice a lot, and they're talented. Like there's, the talent level is definitely there. Maybe not to compete at the highest level, but I do expect the most out of them, which is interesting. So, so I think looking at Group D, I'm, I'm zeroing in on this. Right, it's got top esports, which as Nikki, you know, so bravely went with all the odds and all the common opinion picking them to win it all. Let's assume they're the best team. DRX. I'm not as hot on. I thought they were not really performing at the end of uh Korean league. Obviously I'm a big fan of Damwon, but DRX, I wasn't as impressed by. I could see FlyQuest coming in being a little sneaky. They surprised everybody in the LCS. Um, I'm not suggesting that they're going to be top esports, but I could see them sneaking by maybe upsetting some DRX and then, if Mad, if that's where Mad Lions ends up landing, I could see them doing a little bit of damage. I think if if I had to place money on any LCS team to make it out of groups, I'm definitely not picking TSM against Genji and Fnatic to, to start. I'm definitely not picking um, any Team Liquid if they make it out of play-in into Group B or A. So I I think that I'd have to put it on FlyQuest. Yeah, no, I uh, I do agree. I, I kind of, it's, it's funny because I actually think, so based on previous performance, I don't have a lot of hope for TSM because just double lift was playing pretty shitty and it, everything was just off the back of Bjergsen. And I think at Worlds, teams will uh, will play better and just stop that from working out. Now, if double lift suddenly starts playing at his best ever and maybe Broken Blade really starts performing at the, at the level that everyone seems to claim that he can. And I know he's been doing well on ranked. I mean, he's obviously a great player, but at the same time, I, I'm not as hot on him. I just find it hard to see all of TSM turning up. Um, I think they'll win off of the back of Bjergsen, but often, you know, you just see the rest of TSM just kind of gets exploited. So I don't believe in that. I do think FlyQuest has played just so consistently. So I agree with you. There could be an upset there. Maybe maybe DRX loses something like that and, and so comes down to it in, in, in the way that they're not that great. I can't... 
I actually believe in, in liquid. I think across the board, liquid is just so talented. Um, and if they can start playing more confidently and they can start playing outside of that boring, like very slow attrition style, um, yeah, and that's a big, big if, but I think if they do that, if they can kind of start doing that, then I have high hopes for them. That's that's my thing too. Like uh, they're just such a talented roster across the board, and you have to realize if you're them, right? You were in every position to come out of the LCS on top, and you should already be in a main event. And I think that, in a way, lights a fire under you just a little bit, but also makes your route like way more difficult. You should have had extra time to prepare, and you should be preparing for better teams than you are. But I mean, if you're liquid, you need to get the job done, and like now's the time to go. It's it's a tough road for them, but I mean, as you said it, like the talent is there for them to do something special, in my opinion. I don't know about special, special, but I I do think they'll make a decent run here. I just hate I just hate watching them play, and so I just prefer for them to lose. I mean, I I think they're composed. I don't know. It's it's interesting for me to watch personally. Maybe we've said it's boring in the past, but sometimes you come to different realizations. I guess after you watch it over and over. Um, I guess we've, I mean, we kind of threw the NA, but it moves on to the second region we talked about primarily the entire year on this podcast. What about the EU? What do you guys got? Chris? Yeah. I think as much as I want to talk shit about G2, I think they're going to perform, at least in the group stage. Um, But I do think Group C is primed for Fnatic to make a run, as I mentioned. I uh, I don't know. I, I spoiled it earlier. I think Fnatic's going to be the team that actually surprises. And this is hilarious, right? I was Mr. Number One. Fnatic's overrated. Fuck Fnatic. Blah, 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 blah. They showed me that they're actually the real deal, that the, that the entire regular season was them just kind of trying out a bunch of different champions such that they could perform when it matters. I love that. And so I'm actually going to be picking Fnatic Coming out of Group C, the number one team, I think they're going to surprise Gen G. Um, good night, TSM. And I'm sure we could go through and figure out who would be required for the play-in spot four. Maybe it's the Chinese. Maybe it is LGD. Um, yeah, you've got a problem there. <laughs> but I think they're going to. I think they're going to beat LGD too. I think, I, I think Fnatic comes out first in the Group C. I think Dude, that's L- a big surprise. LGD is so slept on. That's like. I, and they've you've made money for us on them and they're, I love it. yeah they're underrated um people sleep on it i mean what a four seed out of china tough situation whatever obviously tough region to play in they wind up in that group your your boys from Fnatic are in trouble i think a little bit because at that point like you still you have to be gen g and lgd and then you also have tsm like nipping at your heels for no reason um and the reality is, is like, let's group. say Doublelift has a huge game and Bjergsen also, like, that can, that can, they can take a game off of Fnatic. Yeah. I don't it, think we can straight up just count TSM out. I agree. Yeah. That group. I'm straight up counting TSM out. I know you are, which is, yeah. No, no, but like, you, no, no, but we can, I can count them out. But do I well, think yeah, that they're true. good enough to potentially turn up one game and win a match, which suddenly causes everything to, to switch over? Yeah. I can see that. Can, and and we've seen it before where you know it's just one game that suddenly 
you know, they beat Gen G in a ridiculous match. Gen G takes an early game comp. They screw it up or TSM does and they do well. They win the match. And then suddenly Gen G ends up in, in second place. Um, I can see that happening. Yeah. I mean, I think to that point, right. And I know I'm going to be spoiling my advice for the playing games, but I think the same is true for all group stages as well. When it's a best of one, just take the upset because anything can happen. All these teams are good. They didn't just happen to show up here, right? Like, I get what you're saying. I think Fnatic, again, is going to be the team in that group. But, Scotty, you're right. LGD, if they make it out of plans and into Group C, they're going to be nasty. And they could definitely come in second place in that group or first place in that group and then go on. I, th- I think for me, it's kind of like across the board for like the play-in stage is a little bit difficult to bet, like strictly upsets. But that's because you have these odds that are just ridiculous and you have situations where you know certain stuff's not going to happen. Like LGD PSG Talon, like you, uh, it's pretty much predetermined what's going to happen in that game. Um, so it's difficult for me to bet on stuff like that. But you have games like Madden Lions Liquid, where Liquid's a two point one eight underdog, and do they have the talent to do that? No doubt about that. R seven V three V three is a two point under. It's just like those situations where you have closer games that are not contextualized well and like people are betting on differently um and super massive to just down regions but i mean nikki said this before super massive has made runs previously but you also have ints at 2.3 underdogs it's, it's games like that it's games that are like somewhat close where there's a margin for error right but yeah i don't know I don't know. It's it's it, the playing stage is definitely probably the most difficult part of all of this. So I think like okay. So so we'll, just before we move on to that, as we we were talking about a bit earlier, you know, we're picking top esports at two point eight eight, uh, JD Gaming at five point nine, and Damwon at three point eight as our favorites for to win the championships. Um, Scoot, you also pointed out that the actual regional winner could be a really cool way to hedge, especially if you're picking like the LEC or LCK. LCK is at 2.96 and the LEC is at 6.20. Um, so that's kind of where we're at with that. I know we were talking about the group in, group stages and, and the whole kind of vision of it. They're, those aren't out yet, the bets. But to, now to jumping Scott's into... Point, though, yeah. To Scott's point, LGD at 17.5. You might want to just throw a taste on that. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, have you, have you seen the odds so on... Uh, have you seen the odds on TSM? Um, Yo, I'm right I, actually, now. forget LGD. We have INTZ, you know, Scott's favorite team from the best okay. region at 28. 28. You know well, he's going to take that. Don't even mention um, it. It's too nice. It's too generous, honestly. The bookies being crazy. I don't want to get into the uh, my my pick to, to qualify, but Unicorns will love it. 28 is uh, quite tasty to me as well. I know. I was uh so oh all right well let's let's jump in play in groups okay we have so going through the teams we have INTZ from Brazil Legacy Esports from Oceania um, Madlines from Europe Supermassive from Turkey Team Liquid from North America LGD from China PSG Talon from the PCS Rainbow Seven from LATAM uh, Unicorns of Love from CIS and then we have V3 Esports from Japan. These are the teams who just straight up again, like we did for overall winner. What are the which teams are your like guaranteed to get out of groups? You don't have to go all four, but like you know, however many you guys think. Chris, why don't you start? 
I'm going to pick Mad Lions, INTZ, LGD Gaming, and Unicorns of Love. Those are my stone cold locks. Those four teams, write it right now. All right. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scoop. INTZ. That's wild. I mean, I respect the hell out of it, to be fair. Um, for me, this is, I don't know, this is difficult. I mean, I got to take right off the bat LGD, of course, because I think from the beginning I've pointed out that, like this team had the statistics to like be there in big matches and they've, they've proven me right. So I've got to, I've got to throw it back their way and have a lot of belief in them, have some faith there. Um, and then to bounce off of that, I mean, I said this earlier, I have a lot of faith in liquid. I think they're coming out of the play in and I think they're going to wind up in a shitty group and maybe just cause some trouble there. Um, I'm not sure. I, I do think they have the talent to easily make it out of this play in, but we'll see how they handle it. Uh, they don't. They can't crack under pressure. Now is not the time. Not like the LCS finals. Like this. This isn't gonna work. Um, from there, I'm tossed up between Madden, uh, Madden Ints, or INTZ or INTZ. If you're Chris, um, Madline definitely way more talented. I think INTZ can cause a lot of trouble. But I'm gonna have to throw it the way of Supermassive out of left field, baby. They're coming out of the play in. Um, and then finally, I have UOL as well. I think underrated for sure. Uh, decent shot of getting out. But that's that's my four. I've got LGD, Unicorns of Love, Supermassive, and Team Liquid, sir. Market. Yeah, you stole my Supermassive one. I, yeah, I rate Supermassive. I don't rate INTZ. Uh, I do rate Madlines. I think Madlines is super solid. And I just think they, they have a good roster across the board and they're going to be able to compete. Uh, LGD 100%, and then I would say Team Liquid. Uh, potential upset, I reckon, could come from PSG Talon. I don't believe in V3. I think they're too young. I don't think Rainbow Seven's that good. Unicorns of Love, I don't, I love the team, but I don't think they're that good. Um, Legacy, I, OC, I think is a... I just don't think that region is strong enough either. Um, I, I don't know. I think he said maybe, but the, maybe if we're talking about the top couple of teams, but... No, I don't. I'm not that hot on them. Um, I don't know. I never, never blew my socks off. They just, yeah. I mean, there's, all right. They're they're going to. It's it's tough because there's not a region where they can blow your socks off really. Um, if yeah, ever but I still there watch time, the LCS and get get to have fun with that. So that is true. I mean, there's yeah, there's definitely more interesting shit going on there. Probably. Are you, are you suggesting that the LCS is equal to uh, the CB LOL? Yeah, it's disrespectful, man. That's so disrespectful. So, <laughs> I'm here well, for it. I'm, here for, I'm, here for I'm okay. Show, I'm okay with it, but it's yeah. disrespectful. I'm not saying, "Fuck you, Nikki." I'm American. I love the LCS. Yeah, freedom. I also don't disagree. Freedom. <laughs> and a. Yeah, NAE sportsman. Um, not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, I don't know. It's tough to talk about sometimes. Um, what what else? What else we got? I mean, deepest run thoughts. I guess deepest. No, uh, deepest is the same as winning it, right? Or, yeah, but I mean, when I think of, when I think of coming deepest, out of the plains, yeah, yeah. When I think of deepest, I think dark horse. That's that's for me how I read it. Um, so like. Who do you think out of these play-in teams that you picked? Who do you have going the deepest? What do you What do you got? LGD or Team Liquid? Actually, let me check who where they get placed. I, that's uh, 
Well, dude, we talked liquids. Liquids placement, if they were to make it out, is extremely difficult. Yeah, liquids are really tough. But LGD's got a chance. As we said, the group with Fnatic and TSM. Yeah, Yeah, I think think out of the plan, LGD clearly has the best shot to just go past their group. I kind of like LGD at 28, at 17.5. Yeah, but that's like. That's to win it all, and they're gonna have to. They have a Chris, long Chris, way to go. Chris just that. sees numbers, and he's like, "Oh my god, I could make so much money if I put it down here." It's called value plays, Nikki. You put yeah. money where there's value. That's how people wager. Yeah, but like, how often do you win? It doesn't. The, as or, long as you the point, win, you see the value. I mean, you'll have days where you play straight value picks, and all of them lose. But like. That if you can walk, if you can bet. walk away, if you can walk away from that day and be like, "I did the right thing today," then you'll be fine. But if you can't and you try to regain in the same day, you're fucked. Yeah, it's called chasing, not a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, you you can't do that. We're we're not about that. We we have um, never chased. Yeah, well, that's that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does definitely. Uh... I, it is a strong cod flashbacks to one uh, home series. I mean, all right. I think day one, September twenty fifth, we got some tasty matches. Nikki, well, we will know who's better, LCS or LEC. We got Liquid playing Mad Lions. Who do you yeah, I know. And who's going to win that one? I actually, oh, that was the one I was kind of most interested in. I think that's really. I actually think they match up really nicely. I am leaning towards Mad Lions, um, if if Liquid keeps playing like they did in the L- LCS, like if they if they do if if Broxa starts to show up more and they start to play more dynamically, then I think Liquid is more talented and has more experience. But the way they're playing, I just f- feel like Mad Lions plays fast and loose and won't let liquid kind of just slowly choke them to death i think they're too proactive for that now to be to be fair actually what i'm saying at the same time i'm convincing myself of the other side because i'm like will liquid even give them the opportunities to but i do think right mad lines is good enough that we saw them like that amazing uh, series of matches against g2 they were just like so hungry for it. And I don't think, I think when it goes a bit chaotic, I don't know if Liquid knows how to deal with it, whereas I think uh, Mad does. Best of ones, stay composed. Don't let it get chaotic. Here's what's going to happen. I'll tell you, day one, you want the 25th? <laughs> Mad line straight up beats Ince outright. PSG Talon over R7, close game, good odds. Ince over Legacy. LGD over PSG. So we've picked all favorites the entire day, right? No, fuck it. Team Liquid over Mad Lines. Finish off the day. Parlay it all together. 8.72 odds, sir. It's a lock. That's lock. quick. That's all Here you we need. Go. All right, guys. Podcast over. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, all you um, need. Go ahead and make eight times Parlay, kid. Here's, here's the, real, the real issue, right, with all of this. And I think this is something that we just generally want to talk about is like, how do you bet on the stat lines when these teams don't like have not played each other all year and like have never seen each other? Obviously, in terms of prop bets, like you can derive, you can draw a little bit more value out of a game, especially in like the instance of okay, you have LGD playing PSG Talent. LGD is like a clear favorite, so then we're probably going to take LGD gaming most kills. Um, 
race to 10 kills if that even like happens but also like first blood first tower first dragon these have like slightly better odds because they're not guaranteed to happen but you do expect a team of lgd's caliber to like get this stuff off the bat right um but in the closer matches these teams like have never lined up against each other and you don't know like if strategies are going to change what they've seen if they've seen anything like that's why this is so difficult in my opinion it's it'll be fun as hell to watch but fuck like i don't know yeah no i completely agree that i I, honestly for me and you said let's start you know logic just going to approach this i kind of want to hold off on the first couple of days and just see how our team's turning up we've had such a break are they going to be fixing a lot of the problems that they might have had previously uh are they approaching new ways of kind of fighting um and how they how are the different regions going to you know when we have that clash of metas what's it going to be like so yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, kinda... I think like, for me go, i'm go more interested in doing massive parlays and then betting the underdog in some cases so like if you take an all favorites line as nikki mentioned or as scoot mentioned um even without the mad lions liquid game so if you just take mad psg intz and lgd you still get a 4.0 and then you could cover that by taking rainbow seven straight up legacy sports straight up you don't even need to really i don't think lgd's losing to psg and i don't yeah. think mad's losing to intz so you can kind of hedge it a little bit and then you could also just throw one massive parlay together where you do take team liquid at eight point 8.72 or you throwing mad lions in there you now get it to 6.56 like there's ways to game this just with massive parlays because nikki to your point like there's not going to be any value going in and trying to understand who's going to get first blood or first tower or first dragon especially in a best of one when these teams have never played each other um it's a fucking crapshoot and that's not what we're here for well you can i mean i think you're you're to your point you can make money without touching the games that are like super interesting. So like that liquid Mad Lions matchup, you don't need to touch that to make money. However, right. we're going to touch it because we're, we're going to group it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is getting to a point where we're going to have to stop talking, but uh, yeah, no, 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 we're going to go. Like, okay. That. Make a note of that. Going to edit that one out. <laughs> no, no, I'm leaving it in, of course. Um, but the thing is like, you don't even have to touch that game and we will because it's going to be interesting and it's going to be fun to watch and having money on something makes it exponentially more entertaining at the end of the day to be fair but you don't even you don't need to touch it to make money because the odds are so good and you can just put these four team favorite parlays together and get 4.0s which is just wild to me um and on the back of that you can then bet the underdogs as chris said <sighs> but i'm telling you my parlay is going to hit so it doesn't really matter like you can just Put your life savings on that 8.72, and you can multiply that by eight times. Not saying that you should do that, but you could. You see, I kind of like the things that stand out to me. There are just some obscenely amazing odds here, and it is best of ones. You guys have uh, mentioned it before, and I'm just a little bit like, ooh, can we see? You know, there's some of them where I'm like, yeah, I don't believe that Legacy is going to be Team Liquid, but there are going to be some upsets here. And if it's like V3 beating LGD at 740, like that is just, you know, I, I'm That's surprised, Chris, you haven't happen. gone crazy about that sort of stuff because I do think there are a couple of these. I wouldn't go for all of them, but like INTZ of a Mad Lines, 
I don't think it's going to happen. But at four times, I'm like, first match, you haven't played in a while. They don't know what to expect. Maybe INTZ brings out something completely wacky. You know, I, I don't know. I suddenly start getting a little bit interested there. Um, yeah. That's that's like the part of the insight that we don't have, right? Like, yeah. Who, uh, what are these teams preparing for? And what, like, do they have up their sleeve, right? Like, what if just PSG some crazy... talent versus LGD? 510. Yeah, yeah ooh, we could just. Do I, I don't know. I'm like, we're kind of. We've been burned by PSG in that whole fucking region so many times. Um, but I still think they're a pretty good region. And it's it's like, there's something there. Even Team Liquid at 218 over Mad Lines. Amazing. I mean, there was a there was a point in time where I remember when the Ash and EU was cursed. Like, yeah. On the other side of the on the other side of the board, though, like I think. I'm pretty sure the LCK, the LPL used Ash like very effectively and the LCS kind of figured it out to a certain extent. It's stuff like that. Like yeah. between regions, how do they use different things to their advantage, right? And like that's really gonna come into play here because you might see EU teams like stray away from picking her, but you're gonna see like your LCK and your LPL teams like lean into it more and abuse it, which is gonna be interesting to watch. Um, that's just for me, like following kind of the metas across the board. That's like what's most interesting. Uh, value wise, I don't know if that plays in at all, but they're already favorite. Yeah, so. I know you guys are hot on UOL, but like they're against V3. I'm like, okay, that's a there's a pretty good uh, 350 at V3. It's it's these things are interesting to me. Yeah, I, I think like even the R7. 3.0 is interesting. Um, there's like a, just a lot of matchups where teams are the, obviously the odds are bound to shift because, okay, let's say they lose day one or or day two. Sorry, um, what happens after that? Everything's just gonna shift because it's best of ones and it'll be yeah. immediate. You'll just see swaps. But if they win day one, maybe those V3 odds get even better, and especially if it's decisive. So, what do we? Um, let me just do a little. Little thing. If we think LGD is going to go four and zero, which all things probably leaning that way, what do you think those odds are? I'll tell you. I'm going to say like around three eight. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to. I'm just going to wait for you to tell me. Like, I don't. Yeah, I think. Well, pers- I mean, opinion wise, based on like what I'm looking at, so I, they'll probably have like one match that's relatively close, around like a maybe one four range. And that would have to be against, uh, I believe. Unicorns that would have, of Love. Yeah, that would have to be Unicorns of Love. So I'm going to put it around only 3 8 to 4. But... 1.75. That's awful. 4 0. Yeah, 4 0. That's absolutely fucking wild. It's a lock, though. It is a lock. <laughs> I, do like, I do like making 75 cents on the <laughs> Yeah, especially betting on four separate games. That's a really good idea, right? <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, I mean, we've kind of gotten through just, I guess, the overall picture like pretty well and like how we're going about it. I don't know. I, I think we have some interesting ideas and could just combining these will get They're us. They're interesting, that's for sure. But yeah, we'll find out. out at some point whether you know They're how right. good we are. But, uh, wrong. I mean, somebody's gonna walk away from this happy. I think we we spread out our picks to a point where. There's going to be a little arguing when the play is said and done. 
um, at the end of the day about performance and whose teams came out of it, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. Just uh, just remember who you picked, boys, because I don't want anybody going back on there. G2 is not going to make the playoffs word, and now they're in the I know, I know, and suddenly he loves them, but now it's Fnatic. And I'll say, actually, I was the biggest Fnatic hater. I, I, I just thought they were so I mean, trash. Listen, the storyline we're all upset about is that Shalk is not here. That's the most depressing part of this whole thing. Obviously, if Shalk was missing 4-0 in, in one of these group stages. Just tragic. Oh, my God. That would be beautiful. I'd be all about it. I just, yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to, like, recommend. I, I think the upsets are there. I think if you can jump in and if you, it's definitely, if, let's say, you are from uh, Brazil. You just love INTZ. Like, throw some money on them because one, it'll make it more exciting, and two, if they win, you're gonna just make so much off of that. It, it's worth throwing a, you know, just a, a couple of units. I think Scotty thinks he's from Brazil. I think he's ready to jump in on that. <laughs> no. He walks around with the cutoff, the cutoff sleeves. You know, suns out, guns out, while he's in Chicago. You know, you gotta, you gotta it's the winter. I have a completely sleeved hoodie right now on. All right, do you? That's, just, that's the only you detail. Just feel constrained. Yeah, I can imagine honestly. you like you only buy those like vests, like those winter vests, but just the ones without <laughs> the sleeves. You have the hoods, like you just walk around like constantly. No, no, no. Guns out. He, he buys. Padded. He buys all of the normal sleeved sweaters. He just likes to cut off the sleeves. Cuts them off. Like, yeah. But I know, like I, I, I'm thinking, like outdoor gilets. Like he buys a blazer. He cuts the blazer's arms off. His graduation yeah. picture, his graduation gown, sleeves are cut but, off. Tell you what, you can't. I've had enough. I've had enough of this bullying. <laughs> it's been I'm three weeks. I, I haven't even been able to like talk shit to you on Facetime. Yeah, that's wild. No, we need to. We need to get back on that. Um, I All also right. think we should just chats in the Discord, just firing chats. So if you guys want to join that, would be great. Of course, I'm going to plug it when I talk about it. Chris, don't even try to interrupt me, sir. Um, plug away. Plug Twitter. away. Twitter. Plug the Twitter. Oh, at Gold underscore Advantage, of course. Um, we'll have all our picks there, especially because I think we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into statistics, maybe um, as the week goes on and as we kind of see these teams perform against each other. I think that's the strategy, right, guys? Yeah. Um, hey, so I guess throwing a curveball to you guys real quick. Obviously, this is unplanned, but I know we tried and massively the whole podcast failed. is unplanned. That's true. Um, so nothing new here, but I know we tried and massively failed to do the little hundred dollar bet across of uh, the COD, COD the most rigged fucking league in the world, a league that struggled with their integrity, um, their competitive integrity. But would, do we think uh, do a little wage some wagers because I think it, it makes it fun. Yeah, I'm good with that. We, we can see how we do. We can some we can put some money where our actually mouths are. And that way, to Scoot's point about holding ourselves accountable on our picks, we can uh, we can actually have some uh, answers. I think follow us, yeah. follow us on uh, Twitter to see that. Yeah, I think we do that and we get some feedback as to whether or not people would want to participate as well. Um, Nikki, I'm not sure you've ever watched uh, Malta Counter-Strike, but that is more rigged. Um, it's awful. I've seen teams just throw games outright, but... Yeah, the COD shit was not good at all. I mean, that was terrible. 
whatever. They'll be back. They're going to bubble next year, so we'll see how that works out. Um, but, yeah, we're getting into Counter-Strike a little bit for sure. You guys can expect some content on that hopefully in the future as well as Valorant. Um, Valorant should be interesting as well. There's a lot of arbitrage. That's all I got to say about that. I don't know. You guys got anything else I'm going to plug again? Um, at Gold underscore Advantage on Twitter. The Discord is pinned on the top of the Twitter. Please join. Come conversate with us. We're pretty enjoyable dudes, I like to think. That's all I got to say for today. I'll let you guys roll yourselves out. He's like, yeah, do you guys have anything else to say? Okay, I'm plugging my Discord and myself again. And No, no, okay, nothing to say? Okay, great, great. Let me go over. Let's go. We're enjoyable. We're, we're good guys. Um, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get these bets going. I'm excited. I'm just so stoked to be betting on League again. It's been too long. I'm, I'm just stoked to be chatting again, of course. I mean... Yeah. New Chatting setup, whatever. no Chatting. reverb. I, I talk so I can bet. Yeah, there's no reverb between me and you anymore, though, because we're in different cities, so it's kind of interesting. But it kind of it, it ruins the dynamic, you know, of you being in the next room. <laughs> I've taken That's over it. your spot. Over. <laughs> All right. We're yeah, done we'll now. Right. Yep. This is, we're running out of things to talk now. They're of course, thank you for li- tuning into episode 12, and we'll see you next time. On the gold advantage for episode 13, getting a deeper dive into worlds. Toodaloo.